Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. so often from you. I hear from people, you know, I just, I, I try reading the Bible, Pastor, but I just really don't understand it. And, and then basically the implication is, so I stopped reading. Well, don't do that. You're never going to understand it if you stop reading it. You know what I mean? It just doesn't happen that way. But if you'll keep reading it and just exert a little bit of effort and use some of the tools that are out there, you can actually get some understanding. Have you ever found yourself getting discouraged while trying to read the Bible? Sometimes it's just hard to stay focused and understand what the message is supposed to be. I know that firsthand. However, it's important to keep trying. God will reveal himself to you through the word in his own timing. But this can only happen if you keep making an effort to spend time in His Word. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Numbers chapter 18 and Exodus chapter 30 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Hebrews chapter 8. You know, the book of Hebrews is just a deep, rich book, and this section is the pinnacle of the entire book. You know, our studies here lately, we've been focusing on on Hebrews, and and I always go back. This is the the second or third time that I've taught through the book of Hebrews, and so sometimes I'll go back and look at my old notes and, and just see the research that I dug up last time, and I always read a few of the commentaries and and, uh, you know, look at different things. And as I was looking at Dr. J. Vernon McGee's comments, his comments on this book are just classic. You know, he, he talks about the fact that Hebrews chapter 8 is the meat of God's word. And he mentioned it in his commentary, how people will come and say, you know, I don't want any more of the milk. I want the meat of God's word. And he says, well, break out your steak knife because you're going to get the meat in Hebrews chapter 8. And what that means is, that it's probably going to be just a little bit difficult to chew, a little difficult to digest, a little difficult to understand. You know, sometimes we bite off more than we can chew, even in terms of studying the scriptures. And another way that, you know, another thing he said that I found kind of amusing, he said, you know, when you're walking through Hebrews chapter eight, you're walking in the tall corn. What does that mean? Well, it means that there's not going to be any low hanging fruit that you can just easily reach up and grab and and eat. You're going to have to work for it a little bit. It's up high. You may, you may have to get a ladder and, you know, reach for it somewhat. Pastor Chuck Smith, one time at one of our pastor's conferences, talked about the privilege of being a teacher of God's Word, and he described it like being the only farmer in possession of a ladder when all the fruit was up high. And I like that analogy. It makes sense to me. You know, the, the privilege of being the one with the time and the tools, you know, the opportunity 
to, to get up there, the ladder to climb up and reach for it. We used to have two big avocado trees in the backyard. You know, Hurricane Wilma took care of that for us a few years ago. But we had two big, beautiful avocado trees. And, and I always loved it when there were avocados that I could actually reach up and grab. You know, they, they were low-hanging, but th- those are kind of rare, right? And, and these avocado trees were high enough that sometimes the bulk of the fruit would be up where even with the long harvesting pole that I had, I still couldn't get at those avocados. And I don't, I don't climb trees anymore. You, you know what I mean? At my age, I don't climb trees. And I didn't let my son climb trees either. But, the, um, but anyway, that's another story. But getting the high fruit, and, and that's what we're going to try to do today. We want to reach up and grab some of this high corn in Hebrews chapter 8 so that we can enjoy it together. But in order to do that, we're going to have to go back to the Old Testament. Because as we've discussed over the last several weeks, the only way to understand the book of Hebrews is to go back and look at the Old Testament scriptures to which Hebrews points. And that's often the case. Now, I've been talking about this a lot here lately because I hear it so often from you. I hear from people, you know, I just, I I try reading the Bible, Pastor, but I just really don't understand it. And, And then basically the implication is, so I stopped reading. Well, don't do that. You're never going to understand it if you stop reading it. You know what I mean? It just doesn't happen that way. But if you'll keep reading it and just exert a little bit of effort and use some of the tools that are out there, you can actually get some understanding. So today we're going to try to get a little bit of a better understanding of the book of Hebrews. Numbers chapter 18 and Exodus chapter 30 will give us at least a little bit of a picture of the instructions God gave to Israel um, about the priesthood, you know, specifically speaking to Aaron. And we talked about the fact that, that when God established worship among the children of Israel and he took them out of Egypt and he established the patterns of their worship, he appointed Aaron, the brother of Moses, as the first high priest. And then he gave them a, a whole bunch of instructions as to how it was all going to happen. So that's part of what we're going to look at. Numbers chapter 18, verse 1, the Lord said to Aaron, you and your sons and your father's house with you shall bear the iniquity related to the sanctuary. And you and your sons with you shall bear the iniquity associated with your priesthood. What does that mean? Well, it was entrusted to Aaron and his sons, his descendants, to be the ones to make atonement for the sin of the people. They were to bear the iniquity. They They were to be the ones to bear that responsibility. And that's what he's telling him. Aaron alone, and then his eldest son, and then when he died, his eldest son, when his eldest son died, then the eldest son of his eldest son. You see that? One high priest, but it would pass down specifically through Aaron's line. And then he, he goes on, verse 2, also bring with you your brethren of the tribe of Levi. So now like we talked about last week, the extended family, the tribe, the clan. Bring with you your brethren of the tribe of Levi, the tribe of your father, that they may be joined with you and serve you while you and your sons are with you before the tabernacle of witness. And that was, you know, one of the names that they used for that tabernacle prior to there being a temple in Israel when they're out in the desert, you know, they had that tent of meeting, that tabernacle of, of witness or tabernacle of meeting that they built. So he says this extended family, the, the members of their tribe, verse three, shall attend to your needs and all the needs of the tabernacle. But they shall not come near the articles of the sanctuary and the altar, lest they die, they and you also. 
So God said, you know, they can work on this stuff, but they can't go inside the sanctuary, the Holy of Holies, where the altar was. They can't do that. If they do, they'll die. And if you let them do it, you'll die too. He says, they shall be joined with you and attend to the needs of the tabernacle of meeting for all the work of the tabernacle, but an outsider shall not come near you. And you shall attend to the duties of the sanctuary, the the holy of holies, and the duties of the altar, that there may be no more wrath on the children of Israel. Behold, I myself have taken your brethren, the Levites, from among the children of Israel. They are a gift to you, given by the Lord, to do the work of the tabernacle of meeting. Therefore, you and your sons with you shall attend to your priesthood for everything at the altar and behind the veil, and you shall serve. I give your priesthood to you as a gift for service, but the outsider who comes near shall be put to death. So God, again, he called out the tribe of Levi, and then out of the tribe of Levi, he specifically separated out Aaron and his descendants to be the high priest. The Levites were the priesthood, the descendants of Aaron the high priesthood. The priesthood was there to actually do the physical work associated with that tabernacle, a tent of meeting. Aaron and his sons were the ones entrusted with the duty of atoning for the sins of the people and actually going into the Holy of Holies and working inside there. And God said he gave them as a gift to serve the rest of the people. Now, in Exodus, he had given them some instructions about the worship, about the building of that tent structure, that tabernacle where God said he would be there, he would dwell with them, among them, and where Aaron would present the sacrifices every year that would atone for the sins of the people. And so in Exodus chapter 30, God said, you shall make an altar to burn incense on. You shall make it of acacia wood. A cubit shall be its length and a cubit its width. It shall be square. Now, a cubit was the, basically the length from a man's elbow to the tip of his finger. Okay, so 18 inches is kind of what everybody guesstimates because it wasn't exact, all right? Roughly 18 inches. So he says, it'll be square. This altar's gonna be square, um, 18 inches by 18 inches, and, and three feet high. Two cubits shall be its height, so about three feet high. Its horns shall be of one piece with it, and you shall overlay its top, its sides all around, and its horns with pure gold. And you shall make for it a molding of gold all around. Two gold rings you shall make for it under the molding on both its sides. You shall place them on its two sides and they will be holders for the poles with which to bear it. You shall make the poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold. We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Hebrews. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at MainThingRadio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. We'd be grateful if you'd take some time today to lift us up in prayer as we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel. We want to make sure we're listening to our Creator first and following His directions always. Would you also pray for our listeners that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can join in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and Tracy's here with the details. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home, but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. 
We need your support to continue to share God's Word over the airwaves. Please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, Tracy. Any amount you're able to donate is greatly appreciated and useful. Thanks for praying about this, and thanks for listening today to Main Thing Radio. Main Thing Radio.